What's up, Massacast listeners? This is Mia from Mia on Top, and you're in for a special show. Adults only, that is. Hello, and thanks for downloading another podcast. If you go to the website, massacast.com, often you may have noticed it, uh, well, you, you notice if you go now, that uh, the website has been redesigned temporarily, and because I'm not, not sure if I'm going to stick with this design. And also, it should uh, respond a little better. It should be a little faster. What was happening is the server it used to be on started crashing. It just started cra- I'd get these notifications. Your site's down. I mean, check it out. And sure enough, it's down. I'm like, what the, what the balls? I'm paying a shitload of money for this server. Why is it doing this? And uh, the, the basic ex- explanation... Uh, was that there were just too many people downloading the podcast uh, to for the server to keep up with it, which is weird. It, it should have easily been able to do it. So uh, I said, screw it. I'm going to switch technologies. I'm going to do blah, 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 whatever. And um, I'm like, just what I need, another monthly expense. But but I did it. And it's, it's uh, I think, doing a test run right now. We'll see how well it, it, it works now. So I'm sitting there, I'm just like, ah, balls, just what, you know, more work, just what I, just what I need, more work. And uh, today, I was grumbling to myself while I was reconfiguring the server and stuff like that. And uh, as I was grumbling to myself this morning, I get a notification of a donation. That never happens, by the way. And it was, people just, I mean... Why would you, right? It's just, you have to really like the podcast to donate. And uh, people do every now and again, but it's, you know, like every other month I'll get, you know, a donation or something. And uh, I had a notification that said, hey, you've just received a donation from Denmark. I'm like, holy balls. Thank you. Thank you, Denmark. The I'd say the number of donations from Northern Europe are at a higher per capita or at a higher percentage than any other part of the world. Which means just the Scandinavians are swimming in money and they love their kink podcasts. That's the only thing I can... So, whoever you are, Danish person, thank you so much. You totally uh, gave me that extra oomph to, uh, to keep working on it. So, uh, this episode, uh, a return of two of my favorite people... Chelsea and Parker, Parker and Chelsea from the New York Toy Collective. If you haven't uh, heard the very first time they were on, uh, there'll be a link in this episode, but you can also just search Chelsea and Parker, New York Toy Collective. Uh, They're a lot of fun, and I know you'll enjoy this, so take a listen. Uh, Welcome back. Thanks. Thanks, glad to be back. You you actually were at... (laughs) You guys made it sound like you guys were so busy. Well, we rescheduled this like five five or six times, right? Which is fine. Um, uh, So we finally got it. And you guys, I was was like, oh, these guys are just movers and shakers. Go, go, go. And then you said, we just came back from Spa Castle. Yeah. (laughs) Those people who aren't from New York, uh, explain Spa Castle. Oh, it's like... Three or four floors of pools and saunas. Yeah, it's based off of, um, like, uh, Korean spas. Although, like, if you look it up on the internet, people will tell you this one isn't very authentic. 
And you go and you, you check your shoes and you put on a swimsuit and a uniform that they give you and you enjoy hot tubs and saunas. It feels like a North Korean spa at that point, right? <laughs> along, Get in line. Yeah. <laughs> along with everyone else who paid the price for admission. Yeah, so they've got like eight or ten different spa uh, saunas all at different temperatures. Um, and they have an ice sauna, which I think is pretty unique. Yeah. And then you can buy uh, massages or facials. And they have a kiddie pool. And then what makes the place really unique is that the tubs have different themes. So they have, like, really interesting jets. So they have jets on, like, your lower back and your upper back and your feet. Things that, like, you wouldn't find in a normal jacuzzi. But, no, I saw and I have gone. Sod's gone several times, and it's in Queens. So it's not like you're like, you're not just, oh, I'm going to get off at Union Square and then go to the spa castle. You have to go. Yes. I mean, it's a trek, right? Yes, yeah. yeah, it's miles you, away. You got to want it. Yeah. Uh, when we go, it's like, okay, we got to take the bus, and then we need to, somehow we're on the channel going yeah. underneath, Par- underneath the, you know, we end up in Paris, and you got to take a left at Albuquerque. It's this whole spiel. You get there. And uh, when we went, it was uh, her and about three girlfriends, was it? Something like that. And then I was the only dude, and I go down there, and there are guys. You don't have to worry about this. There are guys who are in the in the men's locker room area, way too comfortable with their nudity, right? <laughs> it's just it's uncomfortable because they're I don't, you can't see this on the podcast, of course, but they're just standing there like with their legs up on the, <laughs> you know, toweling off their knee, and their junk's right in your face. You're like, how's it going? You know, like check out my bush. You know, it's just really. Very uncomfortable. So I, I remember I was just sitting there like, I got to get the fuck out of here, right? This is just really, really weird. Some Turkish guy, nothing wrong with Turkish guys, but there's some Turkish guy with his junk in my face. Like, very, way too comfortable. Hey, how's it going? You really got to check out the whatever spa over here. It's amazing. Oh, good. Thanks. Um, so how long were you there? Oh, uh, We usually spend a, a few hours, yeah. maybe like three hours. Okay. Yeah. And you go every day. No, with all that New York Toy Collective money, money on hot tubs. My dream is to have a a year unlimited pass. Yeah, those how much does that cost? Did you check three thousand dollars? Jesus, (laughs) we've been like three times in our lives. (laughs) But um, yeah, I was wondering what the dynamic might be like because so back to the setup of Spa Castle on the first level are the changing rooms and lockers, and so they have a men's and a women's and. At least in the women's, there's a no clothing section and it has a sign that says no clothing past this point. So it says like dry your feet on the other side too. And it's all for like taking showers and going in these tubs naked. And then you can also get a body scrub and they have these kind of like, I guess you'd call them like shower booths, which would be really good for like exfoliating your skin. And um, it's not very sexual at all. In fact, there's lots of children there. So there's like mothers and children. And so they're giving the kids baths and there's grandmothers. It's like, there's no hanky panky going on, but I was wondering what the dynamic, if it was the opposite in the men's locker room. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I, you, you think it'd be just ripe with it. You think there'd be like some guy who's like, Hey, I'm going to be, I'm going to go get exfoliated and blown, <laughs> you know, or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, they're very, I'm not, again, I'm not anti nudity. Yeah. But there's a difference between, I mean, I don't, women probably don't do that. Women don't just probably just sit there with their leg up on a bench. 
They usually aren't displaying all of their goods to everyone in the area, but there's lots of ladies walking around naked. But sure, but know, again, they're kind of like just... doing they're they're doing something yeah. like blow drying their hair, right. or like taking a shower. There's a guy like <laughs> stretching, right? There's a guy, yeah, there's no nude wearing, stretching right. in the ladies' locker room. Like getting ready for the marathon <laughs> yeah. at Spa Castle, right? Yeah. Uh, well, clearly, you guys had to do that because you had to be relaxed and centered, yeah. and. Uh, for this interview, because I know how much you guys are just always so stressful about this. This is like, this is like uh, Larry King or something like that. Yeah. It's really, really hard hitting. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a year since you guys were on. Yeah, and uh, you guys are the New York Toy Collective is still thriving. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. We were thinking about like what we would want to talk about on the way over here, um, and we looked at. Like things that have happened, we redid our website, which is awesome, and we did a photo shoot. That was great too, and well, we released a second product. That's right. And well, and we have we're in sixteen retailers now. Sixteen. And when you yeah. when you were here a year ago, you were like two or yeah, one. I think so. One I think you were two. working on a second one. Yeah. And now you're in 16. Yeah, so 12 in the States and four in Canada. Wow, four in yeah. Canada. Yeah, we do well in Canada. Really? Yeah, they really like They it. really like it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it? Do you have a special Canadian marketing department? And, uh, no, somebody just big, you have saw a big, it and uh, maybe you remember when we found the first yeah, um, Canadian Let's store. see. The Canadians, I think... It might be like a cultural thing, like they might be a little bit more like into sex toys and open. Well, and once one of the stores had it, I think the other two, like the other three, felt like they had to get it in order to like stay hip and cool. Right. right. And and the other thing was when we were for a while when we were only selling them online, shipping to Canada just based on how much it was to ship, it was so expensive. Like it. Yeah. So. Well, so we think that it's quite possible that a lot of people like from Toronto and stuff were seeing us at events in New York or something, true. and then asking. We thought that. People were probably asking the stores for them because it was so expensive to ship, and that might yeah. have been part of it. And once, like the first store sold out or something, right? And then all the other stores immediately purchased. There was a week of was- frenzy where you couldn't. The lightest color sells the best in Canada, where you couldn't get the cashew Shiloh in Canada, and that was like a really good week for us. Yeah, so like, yeah. lots of people were getting that. So there are people who uh, who are new to the podcast who who should advise, they should go back and listen to the first episode. Yeah. But if for some reason they're just too enthralled, they're going to listen to the first episode after this one. Uh, New York Toy Collective, you guys basically make designer junk, uh, cocks, mm-hmm. right? Basically, that's your main thing. Yeah. Uh, you use uh, 3D printing. Uh, it's You guys have been featured all over. I mean, s- since in the last year, uh, You've heard of the Colbert bump. Did you have a, a masochist bump? No? <laughs> well, that laugh kind of tells it all. Uh, but I've seen you, you know, I've, I've, I've had like, been just browsing the web and like, oh, I know those people. I know that. Look at this. They're in, you know, some huge, huge publications. Well, yeah. Did we, was it after the 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 interview that we were doing the scanning or was that before? It was remember. all happening the same. Remember right. we came here, we did the scanning and then we ran time. back to town and we did that oh, interview did with other, Celine. Yeah. I remember. Okay. Uh, so yeah, there's been some, so, so there's two, there's a few things we do. So we have the 3d scanning and the customized products. We do that. And then what we do in retail is we sell like those like pack and play dicks that you saw last time. And so we have that. 
Well, and I think and you should a larger size. Oh, just say what that is, because like not everybody knows what pack and play is. But it's uh, the the toys are um, soft and bendable, so that you can wear them under your clothing. Um, for like, if you just want to have it ready to go for any kind of hot play or whatever, and um, so it's dense on the inside and soft on the outside, so it's still like rigid enough to play with. So you can you can have it on your person because the the complaint yeah. was is that people who were packing, meaning they would have one on their person and be wearing it. Yeah. Uh, they usually weren't. You couldn't play with it as well. They were like it was like either or. Right. And this is this is actually good for both. Yeah. So if you buy a toy that's too hard, it's not very comfortable to wear around in your pants. And if you right. buy a toy that's too soft, it's not very easy to play with it because it's just like limp. So, You've said this before. Yeah. yeah. I can. This yeah, is your the spiel. best of both worlds. <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, the, the Shiloh is the main one. The Shiloh is the main one. Mason is the new one, which is a little bit bigger. It's longer. It's like 25% longer. Yeah. And um, it's pretty new. Like, we, I think it. we started well, shipping we, them in November. Right. So, so they were on new. the shelves, like, by December. Yeah. How did the name come about? Why did you pick that name? Uh, oh, boy. That's uh, right. You know, the naming is really complicated and hard. We We often just sit around and we just, like, write down names that we like. And it just kind of comes down to, like, when we, we have it, like, the final one done and we look at it, like, it will sometimes just tell us its name. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> we're actually working on some new products now, some packers. Like, one will be circumcised and one will be uncircumcised. And we're really struggling with the names, yeah. especially for the uncircumcised one, because we want to give it a name that's feels uncircumcised. Yeah. A name that feels... <laughs> if there's such a thing. <laughs> uh, Francois. Something like that. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, but at we the same just time, we don't want to make it. We don't want to piss anyone off. But I right. do think that would be really. Fun. Yeah, we want it to. So the, <laughs> well, but the, the thing is, the French are pretty much open territory, right? You can make fun of the French, right? I suppose it could be a Belgium name too, but still. Yeah. yeah. Right. So something that's not like Joey. Yeah. 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 Right, right. Yeah. Or trying but, to pick something. So then, yeah. when you say, "Okay," you said the Mason. Yeah. Yeah. You did you have to search around make sure there was no other Mason. No, out there, right? uh, that would have probably been a good idea, but we didn't do that. No. <laughs> Call me. Call yeah, me. Yeah. Hey, I have well. these ideas. They're, they yeah. just come to mind. Yeah. We just try to stay away from anything that sounds too cheesy. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, like Harry yeah. or, right. or Dick. Or, and then you can't really <laughs> name things. I didn't uh, even cross my mind. And you're yeah. really like, you're... Well, we did, we've done a lot of research on um, <laughs> realistic dildos, which are a lot of times like in the cheesy sex toy stores, yeah. like, like emergency dildos that cost like $15 and smell like a tire you know um, <laughs> and so we went over they, they all have lots of very cheesy names Firestone and yeah. Michelin yeah, yeah exactly. exactly yeah and so, then we can't name it after anyone we know like you have to make sure like it can't for example like I know a lot of people named well, I don't want to say anyone's name right like Michael so yeah. I can't name anything Michael because yeah. that's weird but also yeah. you don't want the other the other problem is let's say if you're you want it to be sort of a, a very unique name because there will be a lot of people. Let's say if for some reason Saad's ex-boyfriend was named Francois. Yeah. I would kind of steer her away from getting a Francois, right? Mm-hmm. So you want a more out-of-the-ordinary name. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, they're, yeah. but they're also actual names. You're not using like the the JB5000 or something like yeah. that, right? Yeah. You don't, yeah. You're staying away from like... Well, for the realistic toys, I think it makes sense to use a real name. Um, you know, and sometimes other companies have tried to name things a little bit more generically and you know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Um, like there's one company that names their 
to a lot of their toys after like cowboy themed names. Right. So that's, I mean, that you know that works out. But we're yeah. just trying to steer the spur. Something like that, yeah. Um, Jeb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so after the Shiloh come, comes out, you guys, uh, you obviously had your market research team uh, went out and found out that pe- the demand was the, the next one has to be a bigger one, right? And that was the Mason, and that one just kind of yeah. just happened, yeah. or the name just kind of came about. Or, or we, we toyed <clears throat> with the name for a while. We were thinking Maddox, and we didn't really want to Mason. Yeah, wrong with that. Yeah. Um, does this also ruin maybe? Your friend's baby names. If someone said, oh, we're thinking of naming him Mason, you're like, that's a perfect name. Oh, <laughs> well, that's funny. We haven't had that situation yet. That, that's going to happen. Like, oh. I don't know anyone, like, to my knowledge, none of my friends are currently pregnant. So that's, yeah. I think we're good for a little bit now. But friend, so you have two, <laughs> you, have a, you have two new ones that are in the works? Yeah. Yeah, one's two packers, cir- one yeah. circumcised There's and no one's one. uncircumcised. And what's the difference between, I'm sorry, what, I'm the sorry. Mason, what's the difference between the Mason and the uncircumcised one? Okay, so Mason has the same pack and plate functionality is shiloh okay so mason you can wear in your pants and penetrate someone with it the packers are straight up silicone packers ah. they're just soft so they're, limp. they're not yeah like you could play with like you could use some penetration if you wanted but they're not very uh there's just not very much to them for that so it's yeah, mostly they're just limp for, and they stay limp yeah it's mostly just for wearing them to your clothes right but there's uh as far as we know there aren't any um silicone uncircumcised packers which seems to be a popular request Really? Um, yeah, and a lot of people that we that we see uh, while we're vending will ask us about it, um, and I think some of the retailers have said that they that's something they would like to see. Um, you know, so we think that one will be very popular. So, do you price the uncircumcised one more or less? Sorry. Because you say, well, there's more material, yeah. but there's less work because it hasn't been circumcised. Right, more <laughs> material, less cutting. Uh, we actually had that conversation because. <laughs> Uh, you guys are awesome, by the way. I just want to say that again. <laughs> because uh, when you have a specialty item that no one else makes, like right now, if you try and buy an uncircumcised packer, you're going to have to order one like custom made. Yes. So in theory, we could charge more, but then it's kind of like it's just, it just like it feels it feels mean. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to charge the same price. Yeah. Circumcised. We just want, we just want everyone to have their <laughs> ideal. Yeah. Ideal That's really penis, great because so. you could you could say, hey, look, we've got we're running the gambit on this. Yeah. Uh, we got the mon- we're like the Time Warner cable of circumstances. <laughs> there's gonna be there's gonna be a Senate subcommittee where you guys are gonna have to be, you know, did you did you did you hamper, you know, uncircumcised Packer, you know, production? production? Did you guys squelch the competition? You know, like Senator Senator Clinton. I'm sorry, you know. Yeah. Um, you did not take advantage of the monopoly. Yeah, right. It was us in MCI. Are you worried? Are you guys worried that maybe, people, you know, when your competition is going to hear this and then they're going like, to quickly rush it production? Or by the time this comes out, you guys are like, it's already I, in the final. Uh, well, know? I think that, well, for one, like, we, we're almost, we're very close to having ours out. So they're going to be on the shelves very soon. Um, and when it comes to, uh, are we worried about other competitors? Other people could go and try and make something very similar, but for a lot of our competitors, I just don't think that it's a big enough market for them to really be interested. Because you guys so, are small enough that you guys are very ma- malleable. Yeah. I think that you guys can, right. There's a benefit of being a small company. You can go after the really niche markets, and it's very easy for you to do that. That's great. You don't have to, like, make huge changes to your production schedule or anything like that. Um, does the foreskin pull back? 
Unfortunately, it does not. No, not not like enough to roll it back. Like it has a little bit of move to it, but not. And when you're doing this research, do you like? Are you looking at pictures? Are you asking people, hey, we need someone that's uncircumcised jump to come over so we can take a look at this? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I'm not going to answer that. (laughs) (laughs) We do research, like, um, which means we look at lots of pictures online. We look at Wikipedia and see, like, what averages are, you know, because sometimes what you find online doesn't represent, like, what real people look like. Yeah. And then we made some and then we showed them to some folks and we got some feedback. And so we're modifying even, the design based yeah, on Yeah. It's that. like, even if something might be pretty average, sometimes people think it looks small, too small. So right. you have to tweak it a little. Right. To, you know, to balance between accurate representation and what people really want. Right. That's true. That's a good, yeah. that's interesting because reality, the reality is, is that, the, the reality can be whatever they want it to be in this case, right? Mm-hmm. right? If they think the reality is there's a unicorn horn at the end, then for them, that would be, you could do that technically, right? Yeah. Uh, it would be safe. You'd probably have to have a lot of warnings <laughs> and don't poke your eye out type of yeah, things, right. you know. You, 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 do you like send out some pictures to people and say, hey, you've requested this in the past. What do you think of this? Um, or. <clears throat> uh, no, that. Mm. It's hard to get from a picture, unfortunately, I think. Because in the picture, something might look totally proportioned correctly, but then when you have it kind of in your hand, it looks different. We more just, we we go to people that we know we can trust, like people that will give us good advice, like can give us good feedback. So maybe connoisseurs, the trackers. Yeah, so we Uh, we had some that we really liked, which were um, based on really... like medical averages as far as like to our knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so we made them and we showed them to people and people felt like the people like them, but some people felt like they were a little small Mm -hmm. that, uh, so now we're making them a little bit bigger. You're like, sorry, this is medically. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it doesn't, it didn't take much, you know, just a little bit bigger and it really changes the look. Yeah. Uh, it seems like, it's becoming more and more of a, I mean, it's, is, it, is it your full-time thing now? When, when you were here last, it, you're just like, you, you still had other jobs and, uh, for me, it's yeah. full-time now. Really? Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. And, um, we're super excited. Um, we're about to bring, um, someone on like part-time. Nice. So that'll be really great. And, um, uh, like this year, meaning like 2014, not like there's like, I don't know how many days are left in this year, <laughs> right. but, um, yeah, we're really like, we have our goals and, um, I don't know. I'm really looking forward to this year. Like we have, a we're working on like a pipeline for like products we want to roll out. And it's just been great to really look back at the year, like meaning the last 12 months and see like what our numbers were at, like as far as like sales and websites hits and like I can look back at like old emails and see like what people are asking for and what they wanted and feedback so it's been a really it's been a like really amazing like there's been so many moments this year where I've just been like holy shit like can't believe like we did this and it's working right and um like how are like what did we learn from this event like what can we do to make it better like for example um one thing we learned was we used to um, and I, I shouldn't say used to, cause we might continue to do it, but, um, we went to Philly trans health, which is this convention in Philadelphia. It's all about trans health. And we usually put candy out on the table when we vent because sometimes people feel in- uncomfortable, um, coming over to a table full of dildos. 
strawberries. So with candy so and fruit stickers, they can just talk, they can take a piece of candy, walk by, come back a few minutes, and then then mosey on over and touch the dildos. I love how you say out of any other context the phrase. Sometimes people feel a little uncomfortable coming to a table full of dildos. <laughs> if you just read that somewhere, you'd be like, "Well, yeah." Yeah. But, so the candy yeah. is a nice so icebreaker. Especially sure. when we go, yeah, most of the vending events that we go out to, it's it's a really, it's a huge way to get people to come over and say hi. <laughs> and everybody loves free candy, especially if you're, you know, fresh in your breath, you get a little sugar. Whatever, yeah. But this last event um, was wonderful. It's like, a wonderful event. It's free to everyone. So you get a lot of people coming. And um, so it's much more representative of the true community than a lot of other conventions where you have to pay like yeah. a couple yeah. hundred dollars. But a lot of parents are super supportive and bring their children. Really? Which yeah. means there's a lot of children. There's a lot of little ones. So and you have you have children coming over to your table and saying yeah. like, I can, and it's what do the parents say in that situation, right? Well, well, it depends. So some of the parents are walking around with the kids and some of the parents are super cool about it. And some of the parents are visible. You can tell that they're transgender. They're trans or they're just being super supportive. Oh, I was thinking maybe the kids were trans. Kids. So there's both. No, well, right. there's, there's, yeah, there's, there's parents and kids. Yeah. 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 So, so if you have, go ahead, sorry. Well, oh, I was just going to say how I thought it was really wonderful how some of the parents um, were very supportive of the kids coming over that were were curious and wanting to learn. Um, because, I mean, they were, they were kids that were definitely like in their teens, you know, yeah. and I thought that it was really cool that the parents were not, not shame, being, acting like it was shameful or anything like that. I mean, it was like, we're not going to buy this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you can't have your early Christmas yeah. present. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get one of these. <laughs> Yeah. Right now, right. but you know, it was good for like the kids to to see that it's there, and um, like some of the younger kids are asking what things were for, and I don't yeah. remember what else exactly like parents said, but yeah. it was just nice to see that it was like a pretty open environment where kids were. It was okay for kids to be curious, um, and the the parents weren't trying to act like it was like a, like a well, a really bad thing. If they're coming in the door in the first place, they've got to have some sort of level of open-mindedness, yeah. right, just to begin with. So that's that's always helpful. Um, is there anything you learned after the shadow had been out for a while? That's your first one. It was like, oh, we need to change our how we're pr- producing this or mm-hmm. fine-tuning stuff? Or mm-hmm. uh, or did you kind of have it down, Pat, well, pretty much? Oh, wait, I just want to fit. So what we learned about that was when you put candy out, you attract oh. a lot of children. Ah. And then they keep coming back. Every hour, every day. Oh yeah, they and keep they, coming back and wanting. And candy. I don't mind giving out candy to children, but sometimes it can make potential customers very yes. uncomfortable, right? And parents uncomfortable. Yeah. So be wary. That was of something the, we learned. Be yeah. wary of the sex toy peddler handing candy out to children. Is what yeah, I'm kind of saying. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, or so what, if you're a sex toy peddler, be wary yeah. handing out. Maybe you should have a separate. Yeah. Candy bucket, like for you know. Yeah, so that was something we learned Kids this year over there. for all ages events, right. and I don't think we really processed when it that it would be all ages that real. It did not occur to it, us it, that the, children it, it would be there. To us I mean, once we were there. there, it was very natural and obvious, sure. but we just right. hadn't thought of it. And then we knew, that, yeah, we didn't you think mean, that it would be a thing. Most of the events we go to are more adult themed. Yeah. We go to a lot of parties at, at bars and, yeah, and so you know it, events and things like that that are like twenty one and over. So yeah. it's just we didn't really think about it. 
that's a learning. As but we, what we learned at what we learned at events is that people were constantly asking, "Do you make this bigger?" Right. And a lot of times, people buy things as a couple. They have to get an agreement from both partners. Yeah. And um, a lot of times, that's like the that's kind of like the deal breaker is that sometimes people say that it's just not big enough for them. Um, some people say it's too big, but we mainly get like the complaints about. Um, not big enough. So that's where the Shiloh came from. I'm curious. Is the complaint reason. coming on the receiver end? I mean, who, when the person who's saying it's not big enough, is it coming on the receiving end or the person packing? Great question. So I knew I'd have one. Somewhere <laughs> in this interview, I knew I'd have one. So well, I've heard, it's very interesting. We were at an event called uh, Dinah Shore or the Dinah. I don't know if you've ever watched <laughs> the L word, but it's kind of like lesbian spring break. It's this big event in Palm Springs. With women and booze and I cool. Try, my my the, the monkey brain in me clearly my eyes went wide when you said lesbian spring break. I'm like, <laughs> I've rented that, <laughs> but it's probably not the same of what I've rented. No, really, it's pretty. It's, it's, it's like if you would imagine a girls gone. It's it wasn't girls gone wild in the sense that those are so explicit, but it was pretty close i've never seen it like i wish i had gone to this when i was in college yeah yeah it's pretty amazing known about it or that it would have existed yeah so you guys went we went and we vended we sold our dildos there yeah we sold sold a nice amount and one thing that was really interesting people like them you know some people like them more than others there's a difference between like really like and take out your wallet Yeah. yeah um but some people felt like they liked it a lot, but they, do you remember that one person who had those Jordans? The one, she was like really ripped and she was like, I feel like if I wore this in the bedroom, they would laugh at me. Oh yeah. So sometimes, yeah, yeah it's the person wearing, <laughs> wearing it that wants to feel like they possess a really big dick. Sure. Yeah. And I like, I have I, no idea what that feels like. <laughs> And then, like, if you and I've been in the situation where you buy like this dildo because, like, you have this vision of what if you had a dick it would be like, and then you freak it out, and someone's just like, "Mm -mm." "That's not going to be because it's too big." Or it's too big. Uh, yes. or, like, my plan backfires. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> or so, you buy a little one, and so it's like, "What you going to do with that?" You know. <laughs> so, yeah. Wait, hold on. You don't. I mean. Someone has actually said, what do you, oh, what do you think you're going to actually, that's I, too small. People have said that this That happened you? to me once. Um, this was like years ago. I used to, whatever, I don't care. So you have buyer's remorse. Well, on- I, okay. So I, before I got into this business, um, you know, and still like, I really like sex toys and sexual things. And so like every once in a while, like I would have sex with someone new. Right. And this one time I went to someone's house and. I had brought, had like a few and I, but I hadn't brought them all with me and they were just like, this isn't going to work. And then it was like this whole big, like not to do that's a little upset, but I didn't have anything like big enough. Right. And it was not, it wasn't a good look. (laughs) And then (laughs) another time, um, I had, I have had one that was like really big that I thought was like awesome. was my favorite. But I'd gotten like negative responses to it, which is why I didn't bring it that time. But I'd used it once before. And then I tried to use it again with the same person, but the situation was different. Like the lights were on so they could see it. And they were like, that's not going to work. And I was like, it worked last week. (laughs) (laughs) So a lot of it's like people could get really psyched out. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff about size 
you know, in like people's minds. And that comes out a lot when we're uh, like directly interacting with our customers. So we get a whole range of responses and uh, it can be really, really interesting to see what people say. I would imagine that it's sort of a built in for your business. It's actually a pretty good thing, especially when people are new because they're going to buy two. They're going to buy the smaller one and then the bigger one they can work up to. Yeah. Or, but if also, if you're, if you're going to, if you're going to, if you only have budget for one, right? Maybe you start with a small one, but then you'll come back to the bigger one if you want or yeah. something like that. Well, it depends on like the, the person who you're playing with and also like the positions. Like, for example, um, if you will, uh, like, okay, so one in the beginning, so one person, one buyer explained it to me this way like, people buy dildos and they use them. But sometimes they want to buy a bigger one just to have the extra room for mobility. Right. They may not use all seven inches, but they want the option to. Oh, use you should it. say longer. Yeah, there. I should say that. Yeah, because like width is different, but the length. Some people really need the couple extra inches of length, um, just like for practical reasons. Yeah. So it's not like slipping out all the time. So they're not using the whole like the whole length. But if it's too if it's too short, it just can be really awkward because it comes like it's just popping out right. constantly. Yeah. It's a really, I mean, uh, yeah. I imagine in your uh, offices, you have like these crash test dummies with, <laughs> that are kind of like banging up against yeah, each other. Yeah, we have all like, these real dolls trying that out. And then you're, yeah. you're all wearing white coats, you've got charts, and you're like, yeah. no, it slipped out too many times there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before I forget, I, I don't know if it's the, the situation in your apartment is still the same with all these different things and, I mean, all their contraptions. Would you be opposed to sending a picture that we could post on the on the website of just sort of like your production, what your production area looks like? Or is it like patent pended? You know, or, or, It is a little bit secret, but I'll see what I, I can send you something. Just anything that yeah. just shows the... Like a dildo amazing, factory? Right, right. Well, yeah. not, not because I'm like, hey, look at the dildo factory. Just because I, I still think it's a really fascinating... How you guys work is still really fascinating and really, really, really amazing. Yeah, we can't give away any trade secrets. Of course not. But. Of course not. Like the goat's milk or something. Yeah, yeah. We can't send you a really Hemlock. juicy picture, though. Right, right. I'm not thinking of anything graphic. Just It's really amazing what you guys have done. How many are you cranking out a week now or a We're month? We're doing like between 50 and 100 a month. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So we were working nonstop trying to get Mason out for Christmas. So that was like, a, that was a lot, a lot, a really serious production schedule. Um, and now we're in a little bit of a, a lull just because uh, we had all our product go out for Christmas and now we're waiting for our second round of orders. Right. So we've been doing a lot of work and just revamping our production process. So you, I think you asked about that earlier and we've, we've done, we've done updates, you know. We're in like our third iteration. Now. Yeah, this iteration too is going to have our uh, name on the base. Love our logo. Which is awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, we're really excited about that. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so far there hasn't been anything on the product to identify it as ours. Right. So this will be a huge upgrade. Yeah, we're excited about. So that. is it going to be just just like a like an indented thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like pretty a- much. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're. I'm not sure. Like it is the end of December right now when we're recording this, and so we're. We have a few reviews for Mason coming out. Um, so when those come out, I'm expecting to see some. Like a bump in sales. Yeah, we usually see a bump when yeah. reviews come out. So people don't know that the longer one is, exists. Is out. Right. Right. Yeah, unless they're regularly going to their local sex toy store. So, so yeah. <laughs> you're, se- you're sending, or if they're on the mailing list. Yeah, you have a mailing sure, mailing I d- yeah, but I try and use it really sparingly. Right. I, especially this week, like how many emails have you gotten from yeah, New Ed? Exactly. Ten a day. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I can't. 
last <laughs> last day to get this exclusive deal until tomorrow. It's very similar, and then and then they'll be the last it's day. It's been extended just for you. I I made the, I do a lot. I do freelance web design, right? And so I'm, I'm building websites for people. And I made the mistake of signing up for this one. Well, I, I bought I bought some some web elements from this one company, and. It was a great deal at the time. It was like, you know, 500 fonts and seven, all these different things, things that I still use. It was great. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, I'm now on their mailing list and it's impossible to get off. So every single, every day, I have a headline from this company that says last day for Santa gifts. You know, I don't need that. But, um, but no, that's really good. But, but how often, like, I mean, obviously, people are signing up because they want to know yeah, more. I try and do it like once a month, once every three months. I actually use it really sparingly because um, I feel the same way. Like one of my New Year's resolutions is to get off those lists. Yeah. I really need to get off of. And yeah. the other really cool thing, I'm sure you do this with all of your lists too, is like you can see when people open them and when yeah. people click, yeah. and like that's so much more valuable yeah. than just like filling up your inbox of crap. Uh, some businesses. Uh, it's best if you send the email at like 3 a.m. So they, they read it first thing in the morning. Cause depending on the, the, mm-hmm. and some, it's yeah. best like three in the afternoon. Some of it's 7 p.m., mm-hmm. right? Uh, so I would definitely toy around with when you send. Mm-hmm. You're using like MailChimp or something. Yeah. Like. So, uh, toy around when you send it out because sometimes you will see a huge different click through if someone's at, you know, at seven or eight, you know, on a Friday when people maybe are out at the bar anyway, and they're going to see, you know, Definitely just try it out because you'd yeah. be surprised. You'd be surprised. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that you, you'll you stumble upon a time. And it seems like such an arbitrary thing, but the time it's sent is actually really a big deal. Yeah, yeah. once I sent one at noon and it was like, it flopped. <laughs> right. And I think it's because people were at work and then forgot to go back and launch. Or they're sitting mm-hmm. there at lunch with their coworkers and like, okay, I can't open this Yeah, Because yeah. our sales usually from the website come in very late at night. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's definitely one of those things that you shop for well, like when I, you're like yeah. home alone. Yeah. Or in yeah. desperate frustration, like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. Well, yeah. well, we get a lot of, like, people going on a vacation, and they need it to, like, ship to a different address. We get a lot of that. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 So it needs to be at this I need location it by, by Thursday. This day. Ah. <laughs> You're like, okay. By Thursday, it's no good to me. That's right. A lot of that. <laughs> Especially for the holidays, because people are traveling. Yes, yes. Yeah. Do you, uh, so what is some of the feedback that you've you've had over the past few years that you've uh, either I want to I want to hear both the good and yeah. bad. So even I'm, I don't want this to sound like an advertising, even though okay. I'm encouraging people to go. You guys aren't paying again, just like the last interview. You're not paying me anything. You're not giving Saad a, a pack or anything like. Uh, so I want to hear both good and bad. What are some of like the the positive things you've heard? Some of the negative. It sounds like the most negative thing is like it's not big enough or too big or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But what are the some oh, of the? Well, there's lots of really interesting. It just depends on who you're talking to. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We have gotten a lot of haters, but it just really? depends on who you're talking to. All right, yeah. we'll, we'll get to the haters. But... <laughs> the haters are sometimes the best. Though. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's nothing because they're so. But lo- it's very funny. Some what? of them are really so ludicrous. ludicrous. What's the hate? What is the hate? <laughs> the head's too big. Oh, uh, this, or just the fact that it looks like, like a, a real pe- penis. This looks like a penis. <laughs> If I wanted a penis, I don't you know I'm a lesbian? <laughs> That's my favorite. Why don't you make it like a dolphin? And I'll buy it. I have this great dildo that looks like a snake. And then I say, oh, really? I don't think I've ever seen one. Who makes it? What does it look like? Oh, I don't know. I bought it 12 years ago. <laughs> Not over 30 years. <laughs> so- green right. like that one should, should be no bigger than the width of a finger oh my god <laughs> some it? of us haven't had too much penetrative sex why are the lesbians on this loose <laughs> <laughs> those are really the best so yeah. when, I, when i heard haters i was thinking like like you know 
homophobic people, but no, you know, you're talking the opposite. <laughs> Yeah, your yeah, haters are the just, hardcore. Uh, the, yeah, the hardcore <laughs> lesbian. No, haters. we don't. They're not really that. We don't want to be too harsh. No, no we're no, talking no. about when people come up to the yeah. booth and only have like crazy things to say. And oftentimes, <laughs> it's our part in it would be that sometimes we're at events where alcohol is served, so sometimes people are very drunk. Right. Yes. And they want to they want to share their yeah. feelings with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. So you'll, you'll get people who are like, I take great umbrage to your making this look like a real penis. Yes. Yeah. Why don't you make something non-realistic? You know, like the shape of a woman's body. <laughs> Why don't you put a face on it? <laughs> and they're serious. Yeah. And then I'll be like, do you mean like, like, are you thinking like eyes here and a mouth or just eyes? Should she be doing a split or something? Yeah. And you're, you're, you're being serious. Oh, I'll play with very I'll be like, so what were you thinking? Like eyes and like a mouth or like a, like a. No, so when you're doing this, you're totally. Oh yeah. Straight face. You're straight I'll, face. We're like their design input. And right. everyone will ask for their design input. And I'll yeah. be like, just sign up for the mailing list as soon as I, you know, we'll let you know. You never know, know when but, someone has something brilliant to say. Yeah. This is true. Cause yeah. we've heard some amazing ideas from people. Can yeah. you share a few or is it like super secret and people would have to sign, uh, people listening well, would have to sign an NDA before they listen to the rest of it? Well, for, for the <laughs> folks that are, for a lot of the transgender folks, um, that want our products, uh, as part of their gender expression, just are really looking for things that can be more like stimulating for them so that they can feel more like the toy is really a part of their body. Yeah. That's like one of the, so we've gotten lots of really good suggestions there that we would never have really thought about because mm-hmm. that's just not like the way that we kind of think about our sex. So it's been really good for, for that, for just getting other people's perspectives. Or sometimes someone will come up, they'll be really excited you're there and they'll tell you about the toy, a toy that they have and how they've modified it to work better with their body or yeah. for their sex life. And right. then we try to think about how we could produce one that already has a modification in it for so, folks that aren't so crafty. Right. Yeah. The non-crafty <laughs> folks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you guys also had some accessories that you came out with. That's right. You had, what yeah, was it the again? love bump. The love bump. So we're, we'll, be having, we'll be having, that's a good sentence. Um, we'll be making the, a second iteration of that one. This is the balls we're talking yeah. about? Yeah, right. the balls. Yeah. Oh, we also have that in non-realistic colors, which we're calling whimsical. Yeah. <laughs> so you can I wish there's a video here just to see <laughs> yeah. the hand motion. The whimsical. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we've got it in a whimsical uh, Oh, yeah. The, t- we, the <laughs> One of the events we went to, the tie-dyes were very popular. Really? Very the was this the spring break? No. Okay. Although they would have liked the that, colors. Those would have moved well yeah, there, they would yeah. have liked the colors a lot. No, we only brought like 10 of each, co- like 10 of the swirl colors, and yeah. they were gone in like a day. Really? We were there all week, and they were gone in one day. And yeah. the whole rest of the week, everyone was asking for them. So the rest of the time, you're sitting there thinking, so. more swirl testicles. We yeah, need more. I told her that we needed to have more bright fluorescent colors, and she didn't believe me until after this event. And then she was like, oh, okay. No, we do. So now we offer them. them in pink and blue swirl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Black and blue swirl yeah. and pink. What, and what pink, is, pink with glitter. Yeah. With glitter. The, it's glitter is, is baked. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's not going to be coming off. No, it's not like going to be a celebratory. Yeah, it's not textured or anything. It's just sparkly. One of the big, and I'm sure you guys hear this a lot too, uh, uh, but I hear this from tons of people, including Saad and a whole bunch of other people, of mm-hmm. an ejaculating. The comic right? cock. Yeah, that's on our list. The, the hardest part I've heard is that, because Saad has a lot of experience in this, we've never used it because it's, 
it's usually it's like a, one of those hard plastic straws that go through it. And so you can't really use it on someone anyway because it's it hurts them. Right. So it's like it's only good for the show type mm, of thing. Yes. Right. Uh, and I think when you were here last, Saad was tell- telling you about all the different intricacies. Do you, you guys have this conversation? Yeah, or? I remember this. Yeah, remember Sinclair that. also likes to talk to us about the Comcock. Right. Yeah. So we have thought about a few ways to do it. We have a few sketches. There's sort of like a few issues which we know are going to be the obstacles. So one is whenever you have like moving parts, that's always an obstacle. Yeah. When we have like a product flowing through, that's okay, but it's like it, we need to make it. A little cleanliness, ease of cleaning is important. And uh, yeah, moving parts that don't break is really important. And also that don't leak. Right. right. And also then there's a few, like, there's a lot of things we read online about, um, you know, you want to get the right kind of like pressure behind the ejaculation sure. and like all of that. And yeah. then you also don't want to be like carrying around your bag of cum. So like, <laughs> you yeah. got to figure out where to put that and, you know, everything like that. We like the idea a lot too. The issue is like making it, making it work and making it someone people, something people can like eat. We do not want to make something that's just another like crappy yeah. piece of junk that you so. buy and then right. you use it twice and you're like, this was stupid. Yeah. So we yeah. got to make sure that it really works and it really works well. So it's going to take a lot of research and development, I think. That's got, it's got to be such an incredibly, there's someone who's listening right now. There's an engineer or someone right now who's got this worked out perfectly because they know the special aerodynamic coefficient of the fake sperm <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah if you have yeah. an idea for a cumcock, um, go ahead and read our frequently asked questions and it has information on what you need to do if you want to send an, an, an idea. Because you guys so, have some sort of legal thing? Yeah. Really? So, so wow. send, just check out our website, newyorktoycollective.com and go to frequently asked questions and you'll find information about submitting a new idea. So please do not just send me over plans right. for the cumcock. You, you, <laughs> but I'll be happy to read them once we go through the proper channels. You quit your day job? I quit my day job. What was that like? I mean, I know what that was like, but did you tell your coworkers, okay, well, I'm off to the no, high. I, no. Oh, some of them I did. Like the ones I love. Yeah. I did. Um, it's, it's like different and scary, but also incredibly liberating. It's the first, it's the first time in my life I haven't, like I've worked all my life. Yeah. Um, it's the first time in my life I haven't had a salary job. And so it's very interesting. It's it's amazing and like incredibly liberating and freeing. And I feel like in many ways I have like I sold many of my years. Yeah, no, what you mean? Yeah. Well, I would think I think that you gained a whole lot of really valuable experience from the work that you did. I don't think that you'd be as good at what that's like, true. as good at the business as you are today without your experience in the corporate world. I completely agree with you on that. And what I mean by sold, I just mean like so much of my time, so yeah. many of my hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it gives you more of an appreciation for what you're doing now. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I learned a lot. Um, and it, it helps me like all the time, like coming from a corporate environment, like we have like production schedules and we hit them and like we hit our numbers and like I know my numbers and like what I need to hit yeah. and I call everyone back and I like follow up. I think that it brings a level of like professionalism uh, to the business that has helped us to be much more successful. It's more validating too. Like this is yeah. your this is your thing, right? Yeah. And um, 
I imagine, you know, a few years from now, you're going to be like talking to your salespeople. You're like, A, B, C, always be cock selling. You know, <laughs> yes. Manage be, expectations. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah. The uh, under promise, over deliver. Yeah. <laughs> gonna, you tell him you've got a four inch cock, you give him a five inch cock. That's right. Four samples for everyone. We don't care. Yeah. The, the, what do I have to do to get this account? What's it going to take? But, right. <laughs> Was it scary? Or, but you already had it. I mean, it's not like you were jumping into uncharted waters. You knew what you were. Was it scary? Uh, so when. The decision was coming down last year. There were a few things that were like in line that I really thought were going to pan out a few deals. And they were like, it'll work. Just, we just like need a few more signatures. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is totally going to work. And those deals actually didn't come through. So when I left, I was under the impression that many more deals that I thought were going to come through were going to come through. Well, we thought it would happen faster. Yeah. Right. Like not, were, I don't think anything's like out of. Right. I think it'll still happen just, next year or the year after that. But it, it just like it takes a lot to. Anyway. So um, we thought we were going to have more revenue streams. Yeah. Than we did. Than we did this right. in 2013. So. This is the drum. This is if this was a. Uh, uh, VH1 behind the music. This would be the. What do they do next? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we thought we were going to yeah. have all these. Uh, right, we thought we were going to have more it's deals on the table. Yeah, we thought we have more deals on the table. So, but that's okay because like things happen, yeah. and you just sort of like you know adapt and overcome. It's fine. And so, well, I think the good news is that it's shot like our Shiloh sales ended up being so good that it really worked out just fine. Yeah, that's true too. So. Scary, absolutely. Um, empowering, totally. And, and worth it. Um, if memory serves, you, your mother is quite the character. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just Christmas. Why are more cocks? I thought there'd be more What cocks. did she say that was, like, so insane the other day? Oh, she's like, just get a million dollars and be like the guys on Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> That was her big idea. That was her idea. Just get a million dollars. Get a million dollars. Right, done. Done. <laughs> and then I said something like, I don't even know what I said. And then it turned out she meant be like one of the judges. Oh. So just get a million dollars and start investing in other people's businesses. <laughs> You'd be really good at that. <laughs> just get a million dollars. That's just, the first get- thing. <laughs> That's the easy. Step one. Oh, thank you. I didn't. Thank you. I let me write this down. Yeah. Right. I didn't. I, realize, I, I, I didn't I, even know million dollar existed. I didn't even know that one could just go get million dollars. Better go to the. Million. Listen, yeah. bank loan person. You do you see my steps here? This is my business proposal. You give me a million dollars, then I will invest it. This is how hard is it? This yeah. is the easiest business plan. I'll just go on Shark Tank. Right. Yeah. <laughs> my mom said that I'd be great at this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's good. Um, but that wasn't the crazy thing you probably were thinking of. I don't even. I think that might have been. We we went over there for <laughs> we celebrate Christmas there because like they like we like gifts and that was fun. And um, we saw the new Medea movie. Hilarious. I, what is, I, I'm not familiar. The Tyler Perry Medea's Christmas. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah. We saw that. Funny. That was they that was, was fun. Funny. Yeah. So she's good. Um, she was excited about the bright colors. I feel so. I feel so ignorant for nothing. <laughs> you had to say Tyler Perry for me to realize that's why I don't recognize <laughs> this because it's. I don't have anything against Tyler Perry. 
The Medea franchise is good. It's, I really enjoy it because she's telling bad kids how like to <laughs> stop being bad all the time. And it's really, hey, you bad kids, stop really being bad. Like, yeah. It really cracks me up. All my years as a teacher, I'm like, yeah, somebody better knock those kids into shape. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll see, but see, I'll see, I'll be come out of the subway and there'll be a poster for a Tyler Perry movie, and I feel like I, I've I've never seen one Tyler Perry movie, and this is almost like James Bond, where if I saw the seventieth James Bond film. I, I I have to go back and watch yeah, like all no these context. other ones. Go back and watch the the family reunion ones. Those are a lot funnier than the ones that have come out in the past few years. Yeah, Witness Protection was eh. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, New York Toy Collective movie reviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I give it five cocks. Yeah, yeah that was only like two one, cocks. Yeah, this one was like... Which one? Two and a half. You give this on four cocks? I give this on four cocks. <laughs> Two stiffies and a With half. With this yeah. I would give yeah. like one like cock and a love bug. <laughs> um, is that right? So what is, uh, so when you told your mom, hey, I'm quitting my job to be. I don't think we probably ever really told her the truth about that exactly. Really? Yeah. Right. It's we always it's always, we're always spinning everything. <laughs> like what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like what? Fuck this. Let's, um, uh. We just always put a real positive spin on it and don't always tell all the, all the details. Well, my mother also, because of, she's had many strokes. Hmm. It's going to come out wrong. My mother, because she's had many strokes, does always remember everything. Ah, so you okay. can sort of have a little leverage there as well. Yeah. <laughs> we just focus on the good. So you benefit yeah. from... And my father is very cool and also, like, does... Like, my mom's so... Wah, 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 wah. It's easier <laughs> just to, like, tell her something she's satisfied with than right. to, like... No, I get it. ...argue with her. So, like, I'm going to have a million dollars and go be a judge on Shark Tank. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe our answer to that was really good idea. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Mom. We, sh- we should say that, so you guys, how long have you been together? Three, Three years. Three years? Yeah. That's a relationship? Yeah. And how long, and so how long after your relationship started did the business start? Oh, a year in or so. Yeah, yeah, about a year in we started working on prototypes and everything. Now, do you feel, are you jealous because she quit her day job and you... No, I actually quit my day job too. I just oh, didn't quit it to do my full time um, work on the business. Right. I quit it because I, I got into a, a PhD program that oh, I'm really well. psyched about. Yes, so, so doctor. Yeah. Yes, yeah. doctor over here. Yeah, we're going to have the smartest dildos on the planet. <laughs> yeah, well, because I'm actually in a a, a polymer uh, research uh, really? program, and so polymers are very large molecules, and that usually means plastics. Yeah, and like surface coatings, and like uh, things the things that you mix into like household products to like help them keep their consistency. Um, at paints. So this is actually I mean, a, I mean, this is benefiting stuff, your day yeah, job. Yeah, silicone is, is a is a polymer. Sure. And um, so yeah, so the the all the stuff like the chemical reactions that are required uh, in our products, I am researching them now as a PhD student. And that's one of the reasons, yeah. like, why I think we were able to, like, because Parker's like such a genius Aww. and is a chemist. That's one of the reasons why I think we were able to get into this industry. And you know, I can see it. Somewhere, maybe five years from now, you'll be on top of a a hill day before Christmas. And you're like, it's a special polymer I'm using for the to lube the bottom of this slag <laughs> slag that I made for yeah. lube for regular sex. Yeah, but if we wanted to formulate our own lube, we could, you know. Yeah. Do, do you have like a special lube, or you're like, hey, all the lube that's out there is pretty good, and so whatever. They're all like silicone. Yeah, oils. we thought the, the tricky thing about making a lube is it's it's got to be sterile. Right. 
So it's what it, the factory and the machinery would take to make something that would really be. Yeah, there's regulations on it and things. So it's kind of like if you're going to make food, you have to go to like a food grade kitchen. Like you have to right. have like a facility. You have to show you're made in this yeah. like caliber of a facility. And there are really great lubes on the market. So yeah. it, sure. I don't feel like it's not exactly not a market we, that we're looking to get into. Yeah. Let's just uh, recap. You guys have uh, your, an, an uncircumcised version coming out is what you're working on. What else is in the pipeline for Circumcised, circumcised. I'm sorry. Right. And un- uncircumcised. So two that are both, we're waiting for their names. They're going to tell us their names on so whenever they're ready. Do you don't have any like ideas in the back? You want to spit them? I want to call the circumcised one Archer. <laughs> <laughs> After the cartoon character? No. Oh, no. No, I was more thinking. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> the cat. Oh, you shouldn't. Well, Chelsea's going to be. Well, this is a whole thing here. This is all of my nerd. All of my names are nerd oh, references. That? No, I was actually like going to name after Archer the Captain Enterprise. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. That's yeah. good. That, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, you that. imagined uh, Scott Bakula. Was it Archer? Yeah, he, that was Archer. Yeah. Scott, you imagine Scott, Scott Bakula is circumcised. I mean, well, I guess I didn't really think it through that far. I just kind of thought it would be. I just wanted to throw out some like some nerd references because I was thinking like the when yes, yeah. No, I was thinking like all going through all the Starkly captains and thinking which ones could make decent Packer names. Uh, you know, yeah. Are you you're, you're considering? So you just completely ignored the Picard. You think the Picard would be the perfect circumcised? Well, well I thought that if I went with Picard, that'd be too obvious. Yeah. Right, but you know, I was trying That's to. That's why he went with John Luke. That's right. I did throw oh that one out there, and Chelsea fixed it. <laughs> she was like, "No, not good." John Luke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two na- Two John words. Too, yeah. Too, too much. Too wordy. Yeah, the naming thing has got to be really. Do you run it past a few people, or just sort of like it comes to you and you know? Yeah, we just kind of comes to us. Yeah, we know when it, it's much easier. To, it's like shoes. It's much easier to tell when it's like the wrong one than when it's the right one. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we have like a name, like a, like a, a, li- a few lists of names that we really like, and then it's like it's um, looking at the shape and seeing like does the shape equal the name? But you have, uh, but you said you have haters who are kind of upset when you have anything that's male oriented. Is giving it a male name sort of? Well, I, actually, I kind of feel like our names, we try and make them like a little bit like Taylor and Ashley, oh, like they can go in a little bit both yeah. way. Wow, yeah. Yeah. So we, we try actually to stay away from anything that's like too hyper-masculine of right. a name. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose Mason's a fairly... I think it could go either yeah, way. Go either I mean, yeah. like yeah. like Sam, like... Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it doesn't have to necessarily be a unisex name. Just one that doesn't seem like it's not like Butch. Like, yeah, like Doug or something. (laughs) (laughs) When you were here last, we were talking about how difficult it was to like get banks involved. Oh, yeah. Any, any headway in that or? Yeah, we have Mm -hmm. made some headway in that. So, yeah, we have like our corporate bank account, which is awesome. And like our official checks. And, um, but when we did that, like we also don't really say what we do. Exactly. They ask you and you tell them that like, we tell them we do custom art pieces, you know? Okay. And and, like toys. Right. And figurines. But you just, you don't, you get sex out of it. Yeah. And that's the same thing we tell the people at the post office. They're like figurines. (laughs) Oh, they're art pieces and figurines. This was such a, so, um, 
like when I say like we do everything ourselves, like I really mean it. So like if an order comes in, if you order something from the website, I'll check the email. I will print out a shipping label. I will put your item in a box. I will put that box in a bag and I will bring it to the post office and mail it. You're doing everything. Yeah. yeah. The toy is in our house. Yeah. We take it off the yeah. shelf. I'm right. doing it. So like if you send me an address that doesn't work, I'll call you and make sure your address is correct. Right. Like things like that. So, um, I go to the post office regularly. Like they're very familiar with my face because I draw a lot of packages. Yeah. And this lady was <laughs> like, uh, well, you're here so often. Like, what is it? Like, you, do you work in the neighborhood? And I was like, oh, I work for myself. Um, you know, it's just been a really good week. And she's like, oh, okay. Uh, what, what is it? Like, what are these? Because they're the, they're the package is shaped like um, a tube, like what you might get a fancy candle in or like a poster. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they're adult toys. And she was like, and she took out a piece of paper. I might still have it on my phone. And she wrote. She's like, I need you to call me. And she just wrote her name, her phone number, and wrote Big D. Oh. <laughs> she told me she needed the biggest one I had. And just slipped it to me. Oh, my. And, and then, like, this other lady came over. Because we were talking, like, uh, the, the setup of it is there's, like, a place where you can go to, like, buy stamps or packing. And then another place where you can just drop off a packet. And we were talking. This other lady comes over. And she's like, hey, like. She didn't say, is everything okay? But she just came over because we had been there for a minute. And the other one was like, go away. We're talking. (laughs) (laughs) This is a scene from a movie. Yeah, it was amazing. This is a scene from a movie. So I took a picture of it because I was like, this is like the best thing ever. Like when you tell someone what you've been mailing. Because we had had like a joking rapport going on for like a few months at that point. Like... Because the post office, as everyone knows, can be really frustrating. Sure. So she would, she's like, you need to put them in this, not in a nasty way, but just like, she was telling me what I needed to do to follow like postal code yeah. or whatever, which meant I had to order all this stuff, which was annoying at the time, but now it's fine because I understand. Yeah. So we'd had many interactions before, but to have this interaction <laughs> was great. <laughs> so maybe, do you, you have, you still have that picture? It might be on my phone. Well, could you set, we could block out everything else, but this would be so great for the listeners. To like, just, just to look at this one little. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll take it's a hood. Yeah, I don't think I erased it. This is really good. <laughs> so, so do you have, uh, you, you already know how much it's going to cost to ship almost every, I mean, do you, do you buy the shipping at home and print it out then? And you, so, so what we do, um, and what anyone can do um, is we, you can do flat rate shipping, yeah. which means the weight is within a range yeah. and the size is within a range. So we usually buy that. And so domestic shipping, like through flat rate, is pretty affordable um, for the size that we ship. Yeah. Um, and to send it other ways, we can do like if you need it overnight, we can do it. But that's not something like we typically do because right. it's more costly. And, of course. Um but yeah, around the holidays, it's it's pretty popular. I'm sure. And then international shipping is a little bit more too, but we do that. We try and do it fly right most of the time, but sometimes we'll do it first class if it's not a big order. It's, it's cheaper that way. How long until it's going to be an Amazon Prime order? Okay, so I tried to oh set God. up Holy a cow. file on Amazon, and now they're not accepting any, like if I want to be a seller, like they're not accepting any more sellers. So it would have to be like, you know, when you try and buy something and it says like, buy new or used, yeah. I'd have to go under there. And no one's going to click under there. No, no. But, right, so right, I didn't yeah, do exactly. it. But I want to do that. Everything you ship yeah. is going to an individual person. 
or how many or the uh, retail stores the, the yeah. retail stores but the retail stores you know ahead of time okay we're going to need to give them 15 within so mm-hmm. many days or whatever yeah they'll send us a purchase order and right. they'll say like what they want and what color and i'll have like a date that it's due and a location it's going and then we just do that and then different stores have different policies like right. some stores like that you just ship it directly to their retail location others like it to their warehouse right so we just do that that's just so much stuff to take care of. that's amazing that's just amazing that you guys have got like, oh, I know that this place does it this way. And then you know that you're going to call it, you're going to call it the warehouse. Joey, how's, you know, how's the, how's the blue junk yeah. and whatever? How's the Shiloh doing? Oh, we're low on the Shiloh. Give me more. You know, I need another crate. Is that like you, you kind of on a first name basis with a lot of these people? Uh, well, the buyers. The, yeah, the buyers. The, yeah. The, the stores where, so yeah. I mean, people. Yeah, I guess we're on a first name basis. I mean, I don't know if I'd like first name joke, joke around. Right, right, right. But um, yeah, like some of them I've met in person and we talk on the phone, like I'll call or they can call me, especially in the beginning, you know. And so it, and it sounds like it's keep growing more and more people. Yeah. And I talk to them because also they know so much more than like we know, you yeah. know, they, they know, know what it. moves, yeah. they know what people want. So whenever we have a new idea or a new product, we like to send it. Like we like to not only show people, but show the buyers to make sure it's something that would fit in well their lineup. Yeah. What are some of the? Sorry, you were going to say something? No. Oh no, not really. I guess I was just going to say that. Yeah, they they just know what will sell well, and so sometimes yeah. they can spot a red flag or yeah. um, make a really useful suggestion. So, what are some of the biggest complaints you've had about? I mean, other than the haters, right? Yeah. Or someone? Have you had something like? Oh, this batch, all the heads popped off. Well, or, you know, yeah. Or- well, what, the, the reason that we've um, gone through like several iterations of a production process is that um, because we have the solid bendable core on the inside and the soft silicone on the outside, we really want to make sure that that's safe and that the core doesn't pop through. Right. Um, and so we've gotten much better at getting the cores perfectly centered so that that is much more secure um, and also so that it looks nicer and I guess, I mean, that's mainly what we've worked on is yeah. just making sure that there's fewer defects. Yeah. You know, it's, we have like a, we have a very good rate. Like our, the products do very well and like last a good amount of time, but we just want to do more to help ensure that when you, when you buy one of these, that they're going to last you, you know, for, you know, at least a couple of years of, of really good use. Um, yeah. So that was, that was one thing that people are always worried about the core popping through. So we're yeah. always doing more to, Make sure that's really secure. Yeah. And then the balls, um, the love right. bump people, uh, the, the, the love bump is uh, attached by a ring that goes uh, on top of the dildo mm-hmm. on the outside of the harness. So it's detachable. And then there's a pocket inside for a bullet vibrator. So we made some adjustments to that design to make sure that all the silicone wasn't too thin in, in places, uh, to make sure that was all thick enough and, and sturdy enough. And also the ring. Um, we shrunk the ring down a little bit because people were joking that it was so big that they could wear it around their wrist. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah, so it showed up like in a few, like our products have been featured in a few adult films. Yeah, that well, was features is maybe too much, but it's been used. <laughs> do you, yeah, and do you one get credit? Was, um, is there, I don't know. Because they, po- they yeah. bought it. If they bought it, then no, they well, don't they have to. Buy, I don't think they bought no, it in any of the cases. In yeah. fact, they didn't buy it in any of the cases I know of. 
Like we 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 sent it to them. Yeah, we sent and it, and they liked it, and they, and they used, used it. it. That's great. Yeah, that was the best. There's one scene where there's there's a fisting scene with the 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 nuts, the walls <laughs> <laughs> around her wrist. But you, <laughs> it's really good. This is product placement, right? Yeah, yeah. And how many? Do you know how, how many sales people were like? I understand you were the balls in in lesbian summer camp four or whatever. Well, you know, I don't yeah. know how many people. Um, you know, that's something we could do this year. We could ask, how did you find out about us? Did you see us in lesbian balls? Well, can we say where it was? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So it was in strap dykes too. Um, yeah. So many questions left unanswered from one that they had to come back and say, all right, we got to wrap this. Well, do you, that was really exciting to me because like, I love Belladonna. I think yeah. she's like the coolest thing. Yeah, she's, yeah really, she's amazing. Which I think is also really amazing that Chelsea actually, well, both of us got to meet her a few oh, yeah. months ago and Chelsea actually got to interview her like through our connections. With right. I've always wanted a like right. a, a legitimate um, like working reason to be at a strip club and I finally had one. Yeah. And that was amazing. You're at a strip club interviewing Belladonna. Belladonna. <laughs> yeah, for a friend's like a webcast. Right. Like, it was amazing. For the record, if you ever, and this is this is for anyone, but I'm also saying this for you guys. If you guys ever, anyone can anyone can record a massacast, okay? So if you meet someone that's really interesting, just get a microphone. You, you don't have to run it by me. I'll trust you, and then send me the audio. So if you need, if you're like, oh god, I need a reason to interview X, Y, and Z person. <laughs> so if we ever, yeah. And I'm serious. And then so yeah. and, and then I'll, I'll edit it down and we'll put it on the shelf, right? And that way it does two things. It gives me one less interview to do. Yeah. Yes. It gives you an excuse to talk to someone you want to, you know. That, yeah. So, I mean, so, <laughs> so we you, were very, well, well, so it was really awesome getting to meet her. Amazing. Yeah. A working reason to be at the strip club. Also amazing. But we were just also like super proud. I yeah. would say, is that appropriate to say? I think we were very proud, very proud. that our products were in, yeah. right. in one of her, like, Productions. Yeah. I mean, it was, it looked a lot, it was a lovely product. Lovely film, yeah. (laughs) Strap Dykes 2 is really good. Different energy than Strap Dykes 1, but still very, still really good. I'm sure, I mean, usually, see, unlike most films where the sequel is not usually as good, uh, this, usually the sequels are a little bit better because they've had to work out the kinks, so to speak. Yeah, Yeah, different, the casting's really different in this one. A lot of, well, fresh faces to me. Yeah. Right? Uh, Yeah. Belladonna is like one of the more common people. People ask me if I can interview her all the time. You got to interview her. I'm like, I don't know her. I don't just email. <laughs> if I just email the random porn stars and like, hey, I've got this, come to my place in East Harlem. And oh, yeah. It's just, no. Which is another reason why, go ahead. If you just get a mic, you record, I'll put it on the show. Um, so. she, there's like this one agent in New York who reps a lot of the adult stars when they come to the city. Right. I will give you her name after this. So, uh, it's always so much fun to have you guys on and I feel like we could talk for hours and I, but you know, I want you guys back a third time yeah. to talk more about your <laughs> adventures and it's such a good story and I can't wait to hear more about it. And uh, I'm, I'm asking you for, for two things. If you guys okay. can't do this, it's perfectly understandable. Some non patent pending, just photos of what your shop looks like, or, you know, or just your studio. What do you, what do you call it? The warehouse? What the do you workshop. call it? The workshop. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you've got elves working. <laughs> oh, we do. We do. We do. <laughs> I just said, so that people can see what goes on behind the scenes. And it's such an amazing story. It's such an amazing story. And it's always, always a blast. I'm so, every time I see Yin, who introduced us, I'm yeah. like, always thank her. Like, thank you so much. It's so good. And so, um, 
Yeah. Again, NewYorkToyCollective.com. You guys are New York Toy Collective on Twitter. And it's just, it's always a blast. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, Thank thanks. You. Uh, you can find uh, Chelsea and Parker for the New York Toy Collective on their website. You'll find the link to it on MasterCast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in another couple weeks.